Hello and welcome to another episode of Hello. the Plus 63 HP podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente, and alongside with me is my bestest best friend, Chewbox. Hey, Chewbox. Hello, I'm Chewbox. You can call me Papa in honor of Stranger Things tonight. Papa, <laughs> you know, shit, it does. But it's been a couple of weeks. We are back with a brand new episode. We are still tweaking our new format. But if this is your first time in the channel, welcome. Thank you very much for your view. Uh, as a housekeeping reminder, you can watch all of our shows in our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash plus 63HP. We have three shows. This review shows drops Mondays and Tuesdays. While we also record our very first ever D&D campaign, and that drops on Wednesdays. And on Thursdays, we have a curated list of clips, featurettes, trailers of content that uh, we may or may not be extremely hyped about. So you can join us along for all of the rides that we are providing you, whichever you prefer. You can follow us on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Our handle is at plus63hp. And if you don't like watching us on video on demand, you can also listen to us on your favorite podcasting app. We prefer Apple, Spotify, and Amazon. Again, just search on that little search bar, plus63hp. Um, in the past couple of weeks, we've uh, reformatted a little bit to provide a very concentrated uh, discussion Dose. for a particular show or a particular topic. And we are continuing uh, all with that particular trend this week, this episode. I'm very excited to discuss with you the first half, but it's not, it's a little bit more than half, right? yeah, but it like is the first drop of Stranger Things uh, season four. Uh, and uh, moving forward, we wanna make sure that the people who haven't seen the shows yet will get our initial reaction. So we're gonna give you a reason to watch it or not watch it. And then we'll give you a spoiler warning once we go through the synopsis. And then we go dive deep into what we really, really liked about the show. We didn't like all the right. themes that we picked up and continue the discussion with you. So without further ado, trying to keep our episodes tight and concise, we are now discussing season four, part one of Stranger Things, turning the stage over to Chabax for the uninterrupted synopsis of the series. Chabax, take it away. So seven episodes, I'm gonna try to be as concise as I can, and uh, well, there's gonna be spoilers. You can't help that, but I'm gonna miss a lot. But here we go. So um, I'm gonna do it. Uh, I'm not gonna do episode because that's gonna be too long. So we'll go with storylines. Yes. So first storyline, L has basically eleven. Is now living in California with uh, Joyce, adopted by Joyce. Uh, so she's living with Will and Jonathan. And she has no superpowers, and she's being being bullied in school. We'll come back to this part, but she's being bullied in school because, of course, I mean you can understand that she's different and she's, mm-hmm. right? uh, she's not new. used to normal. Yeah. So, Mike visits California to be with Elle, Will, Jonathan, and the new per, uh new character Argyle. Argyle. Elle gets in trouble for attacking the bully in the skating rink. And then Doctor Owens arrives and picks her up and says that. Things are happening in Hawkins. Everybody's in danger, and we need her superpowers back. 
So he brings him home and brings uh, brings him to a lab, and we have Papa, who is alive. We'll discuss this later, but I have questions. So, anyways, to get her powers back, she's being she put, she's put in the tank as usual. The the what, one of the what Stranger Things is known for, and Eleven. So she goes to the tank, and she goes through a series of flashbacks where, at first, it's teased that she killed everybody. In, in the lab, like all the other kids and stuff. And then, and as she's going through the flashbacks, she, we learn more and more in there. And then there's one guard who's helping him, played by J, Jamie Bowers Campbell. Did I say that mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So he's being nice to her and the one helping her. And then in the end, the guard turns out to be one to her 11, who also turns out to be Victor Creel's son. Who also turns out to be Vecna. It's so good. Vecna, yeah. And who also turns out to be the one who killed everybody when they were trying to escape with L. And L kill sends him to the upside down, something like right? Yeah. And yep. I think that's what made the first gate, if I'm not mistaken. So essentially L was the one that um sending Vecna or beating Vecna after he kind of killed everybody Everyone. in the in the in the training facility mm-hmm. in the hospital was the one that caused a rift that sends Vecna to the upside down and the upside down. Uh, so essentially, Hawkins was imprinted that day. Okay, yeah. okay, that uh, makes in the upside down. That's clear. Okay. So, anyways, while all of these is happening, we go to Mike, Will, Jonathan, and Argyle. Well, Mike and Will and Jonathan were under the protection of some agents because there's another a, a bad general that's trying to kill El, or find Ellen. Uh, possible, um, hintingly thinks that she's the one that's the cause of everything and wants to kill Cause. her. Uh, they attack uh, Mike, Will, and Jonathan at their house and kills bo- kills the agents. There's a nice one one the what they call it one runner or one shotter. One one shot or one shot. There we go, one And then they with Argyle's help help they escape. And then they go to Susie Dustin's girlfriend in Utah. How far is California from Utah? Pretty it's, a, it's like half a maybe a I, I was expecting maybe eight eight hours ish. Okay. It's a long it's a long drive. So oh anyways, no, they said thirteen. They okay. said thirteen, right? So anyways, uh with Susie's help they do they have some clues and they're just trying to and basically the story is just they're trying to find L. And I think at the end they uh, find a location, right, or something. Yep. Okay. And then yep. so that's that's them. Then the next storyline is Joyce. Uh, while everything's happening with their kids, she receives a message from Russia, and it ends up being a message that Hopper's alive, and for forty thousand, someone will help him, will help him smuggle. get back to Earth. Yeah, will smuggle him. Mm-hmm. So Joyce smartly calls Murray, who's becoming one of my favorite characters <laughs> ever, because in between season three and four, he's he's now a karate expert. And then, uh, so they go to the pilot. That's the friend of the the guy who's asking for money, Enzo. So this Yuri is the pilot, and he betrays Joyce and Murray and Enzo and Hopper. So he gets the money. He betray. He tells the prison commander about what happened to what Enzo was planning, and then Hopper. And uh, the pilot drugs Joyce and Murray and bring 
for more money one brings him brings them to russia but they escape they they crash the plane and then hopper tries to an escape plan but it's captured ends up with enzo and as their punishment enzo hopper and a few other prisoners uh they do like a gladi- gladiator match against a demigorgon against demigorgon and at the same time joyce murray this was so smart because he kind of looks like yuri so joyce murray and nobody really knew yeah. how, what the smuggler looks like so, yeah, so that's that's a good play i didn't i didn't even actually catch that so murray uh pretending to be yuri brings a captured yuri and joyce to the prisoner to infiltrate it they are able to wreak havoc that enables hopper and enzo to survive and escape the demigorgon and they end up together but still in the prison and then so that's the third storyline now we go back to hawkins where lucas is a basketball varsity player pretty cool you know he's really cool he was in the bench but for mm-hmm. the finals game he he's able to play in the crucial moments but this one this basketball game is in conflict with mike uh dustin and mike dustin uh, is there somebody else uh eddie no, just no, them in, too. In their group. So Mike, Mike Dustin. Okay. It was supposed to be Mike Dustin and Lucas. But Lucas has to play the game. So Mike and Dustin have to tell their new dungeon master, Eddie, the, a senior, that he can't go. So they bring Erica along as her replacement. And they have this cool montage scene. Basketball in D&D. Like, who would have imagined that there would be that amazing back and forth where Lucas shoots the, the, the championship, uh, the, the basket to win the championship. And Erica rolls a nat twenty for the win against Beckman. It was so cool. This 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 whole shot. And then it's it's just funny that um, I think we um, this little troop. If we did not start our D and D a few years ago or last year, I think it it didn't hit as hard as yeah, this, this year into like the scheduling, the, Agreed. the yeah. finding the next player, how important the 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 game was. It's almost done with the storyline. Like, all right, I get it, I get it. Yeah, so as newly uh, rookie D and D players, you really appreciate this part. Anyways, uh, through this basketball game and in the D and D, we meet uh, Jason, the star basketball player, the captain. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend Chrissy, a cheerleader, a typical one. But then Chrissy has been having visions of something, and to, so she's having, so she's really bothered by it, and she wants drugs. And their drug man is, in the school is Eddie, so she kind of buys drugs from him. But then that's when Vecna does his first kill. While they're together, he kills uh, Chrissy, and Eddie becomes the number one suspect. So we have this uh, storyline where Jason and the basketball team, including Lucas, is trying to hunt down Eddie, while uh, the Sherlock Holmes group of Dustin, Maya, mm-hmm. uh, Dustin, Robin, Steve, uh, Nancy, and Max are trying to help Eddie or find Eddie and then help him try to hide, and they're trying to investigate Vecna. So anyways, uh, Vecna is trying to be targeting people with traumatic experiences especially people who have experienced loss and stuff so she goes for chrissy and then she goes for nancy's uh assistant uh like uh uh another reporter from the school paper that's with her uh i think fred 
I, I think Fred too. Did with so, the scar. Yeah, guy. So one guy, another guy, and his third target was Max, because Max lost Billy and he, she's uh, not doing well throughout the season. She's been isolating herself, which was really well done. And I think you know with with Lucas and stuff, and then uh, so do we have this one great episode where um, Aspect that kills. They, he kind of brings their mind to the uh, upside down and the way that they investigated it was Nancy talked to Victor Krill, the only known survivor well he was he, he was incarcerated because he thought they, people thought that he killed his family which was like Vecna's first kills many many years ago and they got the clue that the one the way to escape Vecna's grasp is to follow a song or something that speaks music, to you, yeah. Or music. So with that, with those, with that help, and with the the Dustin and Eddie, uh, Dustin and Steve and Lucas's help, before Max is killed, they're able to help her with her song, and she was able to escape. And that's so. And then that's and at the end, um. So Steve, Nancy, Robin, Eddie, Max. And, and Lucas eventually, and er- oh, Erica's with them, right? Yeah, and Erica. Yeah. Mm. So as they're investigating, they find another gate in the under the under the lake. The so water gate. Yeah. So basically, every time they, every time Vecna kills someone, it leaves a gate. So they find a gate in the water where one of the basketball players is killed, and then the uh, the adults, Steve, Nancy, or well, they're not adults; yet, they're teenagers. The older people. Yeah. Steve, Nancy, Robin, and Andy end up in upside down while the younger ones are captured or brought back home by the police. And together, they're able to figure out that there's another gate where Chrissy was dead. So they're, as they're bringing them back out, we revealed that uh, Nancy was the, the latest target. And mm-hmm. that's where we end the, uh, there's the storyline. And that's, <laughs> that was a lot, but that's basically... 14, sec- 14 minutes, not bad. That was basically uh, seven episodes of Stranger Things, and it's really long. I think by seven episodes, it's already longer than any of their seasons before. Because a, a lot of them is like an hour 15, an hour 12. The last episode was an hour 40. So it's really stacked with storylines, stacked with characters, mm-hmm. stacked with horror. And, and that's where, again, the, the, discuss- the we should start our discussion because um like for the people watching the show for the people listening should you watch stranger things like should you watch stranger things season four part one should you finish it off with season two so on paper when this uh season came out and they started showing uh first the episode length of every episode Usually you'd say, awesome, the longer it is, the better, more Mm -hmm. content, yada, yada, yada. So, but that in combination with seeing new posters with even newer characters from an already bloated cast, I was initially very dubious. Like when I I was looking at this, like, uh, maybe it's no longer the bingeable show that I remembered it would be like I know there was a little bit of weakness in the middle seasons but first and second season I binged those despite me not liking all the 80s stuff I'm not a big oh I love nostalgia it. 80s fan 
Uh, I just don't, it's not necessarily the nostalgia that I don't like. I just don't like the aesthetic. Right? But when I saw Stranger Things 1, hooked, hooked, super hooked. I thought it was for kids, but it, it is, but it's not too. There's a lot of mm-hmm. layers. But coming through the fourth season where there's a lot of delays, there's, uh, you know, people are changing so fast. I was very, very dubious. And I really thought that when this came out, that's why we didn't do a week on week episode on this, because I figured ah, it's going to be like, You'll watch one. I'll watch one. Maybe we'll watch two on we the weekend. Maybe another one. Oh, no. I finished this in two days. Despite that many episodes. It was really, really good. What do you for, think, about? For me, we took it like maybe a week and a half because I watched it with my daughter. So And mm. we can't binge it because she has, can't sleep late. you know. And then my wife also has work. So we're like, we have a two-hour window during the day where we can all watch together. So, uh, yeah, I, I love it. I mean, unlike you, I love the 80s aesthetic. I love the horror, yet kids thing, like the Goonies, uh, Goonies vibe. Mm-hmm. And was I worried? I don't know. It's like, I guess I was a little worried because, I mean, as you said, the bloated gas already even got bloated, uh, more bloated. And then there's like, what, at least five six running storylines i mean yeah. i may have combined something but it shouldn't work on paper it shouldn't work but my god there, there's just magic in here you know there's just yeah i think it's just a combination of great casting uh great characterization so even i personally i think it's not a stumble but it's just it's just uh millie bobby brown excising too much power with a bullying scene it was just too much too mean like yeah i understand if one or a few people can be really mean but like a whole skating rink people being really mean to one person that's that was too much but um it's still it's still um may have been too much but it still served purpose and you know in the story and I think the the one of the reasons that it works is just their chemistry together, you know. Even the yep. the different dynamics, like we have Mike, Will, and Jonathan one one side. Even though not everybody's doing something very significant to the storyline, just seeing them there together, the hijinks it it helps levitate, uh, make you uh, makes it a little happier. So that when you get to the parts that are dark, you know. So the the. This this is one of those series that shows that there's a very very strong writing pool, uh, and there's also a very deliberate, very planned out uh, show. Like the, the showrunners really was on top of everything because, like what you mentioned, there's so many there's so many there's so many storylines, and we are no long we no longer have the nuclear cast interacting with each other. Like even you know like you know L and uh, what's the name of uh, and will yeah, yeah. right they're they're like one group even the adults like um we know a writer and then red guardian and murray are a different storyline and a different locale we have the high the, the druggies right mm-hmm. like you know will argyle and uh what's his name i have so many names that i forget but there's those are risk big risks to show people that um, you don't know if that little crew within the crew will click. 
but they most of the it's not perfect like what you said it's not perfect there's you know the 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 bullying of l is a little a little bit Over the super top. heavy-handed yeah um and then the of course there's like certain details like forgetting that it was will's birthday and will's one of the main characters was was uh one of the things that trended on twitter when uh the season started um also uh what's uh nance's boyfriend's name jonathan yeah so so jonathan severely took a back step in this um season like he mm-hmm. barely had any he barely had a little bit uh, anything to do but I mean, the, the, the growth you can see the growth like you can see like oh shit um like he's becoming a better older brother more responsible despite being like high all the time so there's a lot of things there that did not hit 100 but it was still really good you know the it, risk of introducing eddie and then paying off as one of the coolest characters i mean because right? i thought he was even, en- even Enzo, I-, I liked him. Oh, that's true. Right? So- um, and from Game of Thrones, like, so Enzo is the person, the guard that kind of was helping uh, uh, Red Guardian Popper, or yeah. Popper to escape. I think so, a good way to say this is like, remember when we talked about uh, the Snyder cut, uh, Zack Snyder, where he takes like, uh, Every two steps forward he takes, he has like a half step back or something, or 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 like three steps forward, two steps back. This one is like there's a step back, but then there's like two forward. So it's like there's some some stuff that like if you break it down, the the flashback scene of L in the tank that was way too stretched. There are so many flash times in like. She's in the tank, she's out, then she's go back in again, and then she's out, then she go back in. But the scenes that we do get. In, in the stories are really good like her going up against two her interactions with uh, uh, with one are always great so even though like the scenes outside of it were like oh, she's out again again they're gonna talk again and then she's gonna go back again it's like they did that rinse repeat too many times but everything that we got inside was so good so if, yeah I mean the, the, the entire season could they have trimmed it to an hour or 40, 50 minute episodes each. They could have, but sometimes, you know, the Disney Plus problem right now is it some it doesn't feel of high quality, right? So this one, you really know that Netflix really spent a lot of money. It's like I from what I read, it was like 20 to 30 million dollars per episode. So this entire season, nine episode is 200, 250 million dollars. That's a big big budget movie that's a marvel level type of movie so they were able to experiment with a lot of things yeah but not just budget wise like as you said it's like the anti-disney because in disney's like you can't breathe because everything's happening so much and here you can breathe yep okay there's we're, we're, we're done with this we're going back here we can relax again a little bit See what's happening here, and then as it get in, as it, this one gets intense, we go back and relax again with exactly. another setup. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's well paced, and that's the thing. It, it's it's not balanced. Definitely, there are some storylines that was more fun, was more interesting, uh, was more important to the series than the others. There are characters that we've forgotten that are kind of like in the back burner. That's all true, but in the end, you're you've said it perfectly. Each one of these storylines, we can cl- 
cleanly follow. Like mm-hmm. one, giving them their, their own storyline was inherently a risk because you're splintering the, the series into multiple storylines that, you know, some people who just wants to get enjoyed might not be able to follow that much. But they did it in such a way, gave it enough time uh, to make sure that we can follow and enjoy every storyline completely. Maybe we want we like one storyline better than the other. Like I love the Nance, the um, uh, the, uh, uh, the Eddie. Mental, mental Institute. Uh, yeah, I I love Robin. that that group. Like Robin, I fucking love Robin. Uh, I love the dynamics of all the characters that they put in there. It's very very refreshing. Like you know, it's about you know there's some sexuality there, but it's not heavy handed. There's um, I love uh, Dustin was like. How many times do you have to trust me? How many times I did? Hundred percent, and even like you know, you know, we we haven't even uh, mentioned that we have tools there to reinforce both things to reinforce that hey, people, this is still supernatural, so this is not normal. Like the the jock crew, the basketball player crew, and even the uh, um, Lucas's sister. Like she's our she is our surrogate in terms of like you also crazy we, we don't know like you know you, you if you don't tell me what's happening but you know tell everybody that you also are lying but you show them like you know the the magic being able to communicate from uh through light in the upside mm-hmm. down in the regular Hawkins so like all right there we are being guided on how these things and go but I also even, I love I, the Dustin part of like dude. Like, I actually forgot that the rules were already established in season one, right? Because like, yep. wait, mm-hmm. you can hear him, but oh shit, Joyce could hear. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, Will could hear Joyce a little bit, right? Yeah, but Joyce couldn't hear him, so he had to do the light. So it's like so good. Uh, and, uh, I, I, yeah. Even with the at first, like uh, when one was coming out, I was like. Uh, they kind of lost. They kind of. Uh, what was this? They they lost a little magic when they said that he was Vecna from mm-hmm. the start or something. Like I think it got out that he was Vecna, but then they they revealed that he's also one. That he's also Victor Quill's son, and it, he's also yep. so. It's like that was just oh, so good how, how they did it. I and to be honest, I as soon as that little creepy. Um, orderly was like trying to help ill. I already knew that he was one. Like I already know that he was one. The the I kind of also felt that he was going to be either connected or Vecna himself. Uh, what I was surprised with me was like I thought it was some form of like Victor Creel. Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't guess was the Victor Creel connection, and I didn't clearly see like when they started explaining that. The, the reason why Hawkins is in the upside down and at that particular time when, you know, that date that Will was missing, right? Because that was the same date that uh, L uh, transported one to the, to the upside down, essentially imprinting that day, that version of, of, of Hawkins. Hawkins to upside down. It's like, oh, perfect. It makes sense. Everything makes sense. Why certain things in the upside down are there and certain things are not, not. So because it was point in time. Um, so, and, you know, of course, like all these things uh, is it, 
it took a while. It took like it was later in the season, but it started becoming clear. Um, I of course also like the the very very first episode we we see the allusion to L killing everybody, which obviously mm-hmm. was not and. If you watch enough shows, you can say like you can't have you know the main character kill anybody because that's uh, you can never go back from that regardless of whether it was an accident. But so it, I I doubted it also, but they did like push it a little bit, like especially with her attacking uh, the girl, and that's what I did not like. I, the reason that I guess that it wasn't L killing all the other test subjects in Papa's house. Is because that was like you can't keep on going back to this like L bloody nose everybody did walking around making her think that she killed everybody and make make her keep coming back to that same memory. So in my head, I already said, oh, there's going to be a memory where it's either someone else or it was something else accident and L was actually trying to save mm-hmm. everyone. And it was just too long because like you saw it in the first episode and you didn't see the resolution till like episode six, episode seven, but. All of that to say is, you know, I I like that everything makes sense. Like the the rules of the world was established in season one. Like we were talking, I was listening to another podcast discuss about uh, the breakdown of episode seven. Like, you know, what had happened to Will? Like, how did Will come out and how did Will talk through the light? So Will was kept singing um, that song that his favorite song with his brother so that kind mm-hmm. of helped him not be consumed by Vecna or whatever uh, monster they have in the upside down and you know and again the delights as well it started working on it so uh, it it's it's one of those things where I'm glad that they and also the the, the trivia here is like they took additional time to do some reshoots and rewrites because of COVID, there was a lot of delay. So they were able to really massage uh, a few of the storylines to be a little bit more uh, um, simple and clear. Uh, and I think it, it helped a lot making sure that you craft uh, very, very clean stories with you know the L storyline, the Russia storyline, the, um, the 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 finding Vecna storyline, like you know, all the Victor Creel storyline, uh, and I'm also happy, or I'm, I I'm surprised that I enjoyed the fact that the Duffer Brothers was very very, you know, they were very liberal in in borrowing or copying all of these eighties uh, horror, yeah, Hellraiser, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. even putting it. Um, Freddy Krueger himself as uh, Victor Creel, right? So they were very, very liberate, but in a respectful way. Like they weren't hiding that they were trying to do something. It was like, no, we're just literally going to steal Nightmare on Elm Street. Somebody's killing you in your dreams and leaving a portal whenever, whatever. It's like, it's very, very clear on all of these things. Clear from fucking D&D. Like, you know, I love the idea that they also explained that, you know, how they, because in my head, it's like, how do you know the name's Vecna? It's like, no, 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 no. His, his name is not Vecna. They're just using Vecna from D&D, D&D as a way to, as kids, for them to understand what is happening, you have to relate it in a way that they understand. So they're using D&D monsters, names, D&D yeah. storylines, so that it is easily digestible. But people is like, when that was like, oh, shit. That was so good, yeah. But That's it also, so I think it also helps that 
they've always said that they have a path anyway. You know, they have a mm-hmm. loo- loose path. They know the story, the major beats. And then they just like edit their way and, you know, oh, this looks better. So they go this way. But they know the ma- all the talls, the, all the, the hit signs. They know where to go. Mm-hmm. Like one of the big changes was like Steve, I think, because he was supposed to die in season. Oh, my God. You know, Steve uh, is the best like, uh, heel turn that I've ever uh, right? witnessed in a, a Netflix series. Like, I love fucking Steve. I know. I don't like them trying to shoehorn Steve and Nance again because I'm a big Jonathan fan. I was going to say that also, but I was like, at first I was like, why are they doing this again? Like, you already did this in the like, first, second season where she clearly likes Jonathan, but then she swerved to Steve. And then she waited for Jonathan, but Jonathan was like helping Will recover. So that's when they got back in season two, I think, right? When they started getting mm-hmm. back together. So, yeah. so now it's going. She's going back to to see. But if you think about it, from all our experience, there's always a way of reconnect, especially if one is long distance, and then you meet your ex again and you spend time with her. And you know, it just it it happens. No. It, it, and it yeah, happens. and and. I'm also like you know that's one of the weaker storylines that I've seen, but I'm, I'm because I they gained so much trust uh, building the story. I'm very very excited to see where it goes. Again, it's going to be in the it's only going to be a few more weeks until we get the last two episodes, and they have already announced that there's just going to be one more season left to close everything out. Mm-hmm. So f- to close this episode out, Chabas, what is your like favorite storylines? And you know, favorite characters for season four, part one of Stranger ooh, Things. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Very hard. So maybe let's go with top top three characters. Yeah. Top three characters. Chabox. I gotta go with Dustin. <laughs> gotta go with Robin. And we gotta go with Steve. And then rookie of the year is Eddie. I thought it was gonna be Argyle, but then I guess from the trailers I didn't separate ah. them. I thought he was like one character. I thought Argyle was also the D and D guy. No. But then yeah, so it's Eddie. So that favorite storyline was the investigating Vecna. So it's like uh and oh shit 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 shit. You gotta put Max here. Max, my favorite. Yeah, that was mine. I know. I was like, "Fuck, I forgot." Investigation. Um, investigating Vecna by the with the Sherlock crew. I don't know what they call them. Sherlock crew. And you? That, that's my favorite storyline too. But more of the um, uh, getting the you know getting Nance, Steve, Eddie, uh, back from and Robin back from. Upside down. Uh-huh. Uh, that beat when uh, when the older the older teenagers were stuck in the upside down by going through the water gate, and they need to come back from the trailer gate uh, and seeing how you know the cool physics of you know them um, roping up to the Dustin again. No, Dustin again. Yeah, so um and yeah, that's my that's my favorite storyline because it cleared a lot of things about the upside down, what it was, who Vecna was. Um okay, top three characters. He, yeah. 
top three characters. Max was my my breakout star this season. I it's weird because like I did I don't like the brooding teenager mm-hmm. broke up with Lucas, you know, trying to be cool. But I do like the idea how they they uh, they showed guidance counselors actually have some use in a school. Like you know, it was kind of like in school therapy, which is great, and it was you know useful like it, it wasn't overly dramatized it was just like hey you have to talk to me and just tell me what you feel i like that idea so max is my top character uh robin the robin steve dustin combo is priceless mm. to me. Yeah, yeah priceless so i was actually i did a tweet where i would do robin uh uh max uh dustin and Nance as Fantastic Four, right? So Robin could be, uh, so um, Max could be, uh, sorry, Steve could be uh, Mr. Fantastic. Nance can be, uh, <coughs> Nance could be uh, uh, Two Storm. Uh, and then instead of Johnny Storm, you can have Joni Storm and that could be Max. And Dustin could be Thing. Like that was my that shot of them in the in the uh uh in the uh VHS store in the in the blockbuster, right? And they were trying to hack yeah. figure out um where Eddie would uh you know like who was Eddie's supplier via profiling who uh the, the, the people movies that, that they uh, watched they watch. That was quite genius, quite quite genius. So I really love that crew. Um, and then got, my rookie of the year is, of course, you know Eddie is going to have to be a rookie of the year. But uh, again, I, I really do want to shout out uh, Chrissy because I Chris that Chrissy and Eddie interaction in the park was heartwarming a little bit. Where this cheer, like the lead cheerleaders, uh, is you know buying drugs from the. A three-time senior outcast of the high school and then they had a good bond about you know what who they were when they were kids and they were both scared of each other like the cheerleaders scared of and the outcast druggie, I like the, the, the population like they didn't push that in like a sexual romantic way it no. was just like yeah. two people connecting again from the from before so and like there's also, there's more to two people um yeah, being in a find space than just sexual attraction there's just a lot more like they both had trauma they both are struggling through things and they're both just trying to get away from whatever difficulty they have so that was like okay. for me very poetic that will ever twice but yeah so like this is such a um it's weird because like we knew that this was going to be great but we didn't know that it was going to be great mm-hmm. this way at least on my end um i'm glad that they're dumping a lot of money and there. any just, last thoughts just talking about it i, I want to watch it again yeah, I, I I want to watch the game, but it's I'll, I'll so, it again. So I'm gonna wait for somebody on YouTube to do a super cut of the cool scenes of like even uh, Dustin, <laughs> the Dustin super cut. I'll do that, or uh, I'll just have it in the background while reading or something. So I'll I'll score this as a nine. Ah, so very 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 I, high. Yeah, I too. Well. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I'm scoring it as, as a nine too because it's it's the production quality, it's the storylines, the acting. It's not perfect. It's not a masterpiece, but it's up there. It is one mm-hmm. of those things where um, I I was hesitant to suggest Stranger Things. Like if I were 
I were to have a girlfriend and we're going to marathon an entire, an entire franchise, an entire series, right? Not just like the latest season. Will season four of Stranger Things be reason enough for somebody to watch Stranger Things from season one? And I think so. Mm-hmm. Like the, the strength of season one and bit of season two will carry you through the faltering in late season two, season three. Oh, I, 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 love, I love season three. Season three was still, a, that's where they blew up a little too much, right? You know, because like you had Dustin's girlfriend, they're still like, and I think that was, it, it, we needed that so that we have this clear baseline of, you know, of, of season four. And I think it's perfect. It's perfect that we have one more season. Like, you know, at least then, we know Vecna is a big boss, but there might be a bigger boss after that. And I'm really looking forward to how they're going to tackle that. Yeah, because I was surprised with that because I thought Vecna was going to be the like the main, like the man behind the scenes. But the mm-hmm. way Dustin said it, it's still the mind player. Yeah, I mean, but also the idea that it was very clear that even in D&D, Vecna is a high general. He's yeah, not he's the, not the, final the boss. big bad. So I'm I'm and I want to see how are they going to kind of introduce the big boss. Maybe it's new, or maybe it's the mind flare, or maybe the mind flare distilled on what it is, and uh, how they how everybody gets to do it. Like you know, I, I I hope they're smart enough to not do the Ellis gonna sacrifice herself again, yada 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 thing. Um, and or maybe it's Ellen Will or whatever, but uh, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for uh, season five. Uh, and, and I didn't think I was going to be this hyped because I wasn't hyped season four. Like, I was like, I'll watch it when it comes out. You know, we'll discuss this on the podcast, and that's it. But right now, I'm like, I'm really looking at oh my god, like it's I have it on my calendar. I'm gonna block those days so that I can binge the last Dude, two what, episodes. What if, like, because they, they did say like they want or they plan or they hope that maybe uh, after season five, they they do Stranger Things again, like in tw- twenty years after twenty years. What if I, I, what if they do that? What if they do that, and then at the end of season five, like they they do the Thanos snap, like half of them like die, but then mm-hmm. in, in twenty years, you know, they all come back or somehow or something. But like that that thing that where they die in season five, like fuck. I, I, I hope that they are Netflix is brave enough to do something like that because that's a problem. Like, you know, we kind of assume that they're not gonna kill kids. Maybe maximum of one. But so I'm not, thinking either Will yeah, or but L. I think by season five they're not gonna be that kiddy anymore. They're not, but still they're still in high school. They're still, well, they can they can time jump, so we don't know what, what they're planning in. Okay, and that and that'll be that's another brave thing that they will need to do too is to do a time jump. Because right? if I were them, maybe like get maybe five darts and then put all their pictures in the wall and they just <laughs> who's gonna die? <laughs> Goodbye, man. Um, I'm but, excited and uh, yeah, yeah and, uh, we'll, we'll come back to this th- once we do part yeah. two. We'll do, final- We'll definitely do this is part one of our Stranger Things recap. We hope that you join the discussion. Uh, and if you've seen it, uh, tell us what you think. Uh, and we'll definitely do the last two episodes once it comes out. So we'll schedule that as well. Final thoughts, Chubax. Yeah. Um, Stranger Things is the mom. If you haven't seen it, go. There's three, four seasons, three, three seasons to catch up with. And then 
come join us at the fourth. You're not going to regret it. Awesome. And uh, again, as a reminder, if you have not subscribed yet, please do just hit that uh, little red button saying subscribe, give us a thumbs up, uh, maybe hit that notification bell so you're informed when the next episodes are dropping, whether it is our reviews episode, our D&D episodes, or our uh, trailer reactions episode. Thank you very much for watching, and uh, we'll see you in the next week.